0: And this is My Slovak Experience. Hey, welcome to My Slovak Experience podcast. Today, I am glad to bring you Hiro, a Japanese man who came to Bratislava totally alone seven years ago. He works in an IT company in the capital and calls Bratislava cozy. Why does he like Slovakia better than Japan? Listen to the podcast to find out more. Thank you a lot for listening, and please now enjoy Hero. And a special thanks to DJ Ned, my guest of the episode thirteen, that refreshed the my Slovak experience jingle so nicely. Wow, it's very cool now. Thank you so much, Ned. I'm here with uh, Hirokazu Niwa, yep. if I pronounce it correctly. Well, it's correct because I don't much care about <laughs> how people pronounce us. So Hiro, yeah. welcome so much to My Slovak Experience podcast. And uh, so you are obviously because we, we were around the world so far, right? And the last episode we were in Kenya. Uh, so you are originally from
1: Japan, from Japan, from what area of Japan? Well, I'm from Nagoya, which is really not well-known city, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, my city is kind of third, fourth biggest city in Japan. Okay, the
0: third one, okay.
1: Yeah, so, but uh, many people don't know because of the, um, my city is big, because of industrial factory, so mm-hmm. that's why people not much visiting mm-hmm. as a tourist, so. So
0: you have like uh, Tokyo, Sapporo, and uh, Kyoto, Kyoto, Osaka, Osaka, yeah. and, uh, and then your now is the third one is after what?
1: Well, I don't know. Like uh, Tokyo is uh, biggest, the biggest, maybe second Osaka or uh, Osaka, okay. Yeah, and the third one is Yokohama mm-hmm. or Nagoya. Nagoya, yeah. Okay, that's a, is a good place to visit. Well for me like uh, uh last year uh, my colleagues came to the Nagoya, my mm-hmm. city, because of the time which I planned to went back home and mm-hmm. the, at the same time as ex colleagues they wanted to visit Japan, so mm-hmm. <coughs> I just invited them in Nagoya city and then well, we went to the some let's say landmark,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, kind of like um, there's uh, like a tower for the TV, uh, you know, this uh, radio wave signal, yeah, like uh, this kind of tower, and then right next to there there's a uh, one, some let's say big, like a uh, made out of grass okay. building, but uh, it's like a roof. It's made up of grass, and then on the roof there is uh, some fountain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just water is flowing. So and it's the, like the most important uh, or spot or where uh, you would go. Let's say in Nagoya, we call the name as a oasis, mm-hmm. and then it's really cool in the night. It's riding up with different color, okay. and then where. It's kind of very futuristic
0: okay, for me. Like I've icon. never been to Japan, so it's a place where I still like having my to-do list. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. next time I go, I will plan Nagoya because it's uh, you know something I didn't perhaps consider before. And so take yeah. us more to mm-hmm. uh, your experience. So if you are from Nagoya, right, mm-hmm. and uh, but now we are in Bratislava. Okay. So what took you here,
1: right? Well, I don't know how. I start in, like, let's say, maybe from... Uh, well, it's not so much interesting if I start to the goal, like, uh, I came because like this. Uh, just, I, well, I came here because, like, uh, um, before I came to Braslaba, uh, I studied English mm-hmm. in Ireland. So... In Iran, I just study English with uh, some one-year visa. So you were in Dublin. In Dublin, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to in the university course to study English. That's it. So then, it was really nice as I didn't choose Iran as a beginning. Just like a, I tried to get a visa as fast as possible, and then just a country which accept me as a Iran. Mm-hmm. Like as a country which I could get a visa as mm-hmm. a study English, then, yeah, it was very really nice experience to like uh, study Irish, English, <laughs> and then just have uh, some of experience in the outside of country mm-hmm. as, for like a Japanese, it's quite hard to go abroad because it's uh, island, not like uh, a to just take a train, bus to go to the next country, mm-hmm. yeah. So then, yeah, after that um, study English in Ireland, I needed back to Japan because of visa. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, how should I connect with, like, um, after back Japan to Bright it's like, uh, well, that time I was jobless, of course, because I came back from the Dublin. Then, well, that time I tried to find a job in Japan, also outside of country, because I study English. Maybe I could find uh, some of nice job. And then um, in Japan, I think I got uh, some temporary job to just uh, like make money for living. Mm-hmm. So that time I just contact my friends who. On the web warehouse mm-hmm. <clears throat> so just like uh, i did every day picking up box to just throw in or just picking up box to just put into the truck to send mm-hmm. it so this kind of stuff i did it so it was <coughs> it was tough as you can see my body is like <laughs> uh, not but, uh, but you you didn't what did you study
0: you studied something
1: uh, yeah yeah basic. i studied computer science mm-hmm. but uh well <sighs> The funny thing in Japan is, like, they likes to, or well, maybe nowadays yeah. it changed, but uh, like, as uh, this business tradition, people likes to hire the guy who graduated from the university. So, let's say we have a <clears throat> hiring period, or just like a starting period of the com- company. To newcomer starting, it's like a April. Mm-hmm. So like a university is finished at the March and then April immediately starts to work in the company. Okay. That's a normal, like after graduate university you go to company to work so my case is like this at the beginning before I moved to Dublin. Okay. Then what happened after if you quit job in Japan Mm -hmm. is where it's really tough to find a job or maybe nowadays it's fine because many people like like, uh, change the job so much. But, uh, let's say I, I was in Japan like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So that time it wasn't so much common. Just like ask me as a jobless to try to find uh, some proper full time job. Is company not really interesting because okay. I quit a jobs with like, a, let's say, from first job to three years experience to quit. Mm-hmm. For Japanese like business or business culture is not really welcoming to this kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. So then, well, I kept just try to find a job in Japan. Even like I work in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Then I was also sending CV to the China because China is like uh, next to my Japan. So then even there is uh, so much. Like, like could, center. You, could, could you speak
0: Chinese
1: as well? Like, no, uh, but uh, <coughs> English. but uh, English okay. or uh, well, for me as a Japanese speaker, there might be some of the center okay. in China to support in some of the business in yeah, Japan. Yeah. Well, so I tried to find a job. Even China also tried to send to Europe because I started like after I abroad to Dublin. So, well, just like a half year, I tried to find a proper job. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, just like one of the recruiter in IBM, mm-hmm. they saw my CV which I sent it to some random, <laughs> uh, some recruitment company. Then, yeah, first, like, um, they're interesting about, uh, position in IBM in Germany. But at that time, I couldn't, like, had an interview because they said, okay, if you want to take an interview, you need to have uh, this, uh, uh, working permit. So because I'm not European, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: so every time it's very tricky to get a job abroad for let's say non-European or yeah non-European is quite hard because yeah, in the visa and in yeah. visa residence permits, yeah, yeah. working permits and so on. So then like the next one is just in Bruno, but it was also needed uh, some Japanese speaker, but I couldn't managed to get a job then after it was Braslava and then it was good because I could get a job there and then now I work in Braslava. So you,
0: you got a visa
1: f- to Slovakia? Yeah, somehow like... Uh, but before Bras- being hired to to the company or after? Or it was really nice like, uh, or lucky I would say because uh, they said that they took they invited me for interview even I didn't have the residence permit or a working Mm -hmm. permit then after that they said uh, okay it's not so much like an urgent position so they prepare for me the visa stuff so that's why I could come here
0: otherwise I couldn't so like the company that was hiring you Mm -hmm. helped you to somehow uh, do all the Documents that were needed. And yeah, you came to Bratislava. But did you know anything about Slovakia before, or Bratislava, or something about the
1: where well, side of the world? Uh, fortunately, uh, before I started job in Bratislava, actually I stay Bratislava as a tourist in one day or two days okay. <laughs> at the time because, like, uh, when I used to live in Dublin I just book some flight. To maybe at that time I wanted to go to the Vienna mm-hmm. so that's why like a lion's air flight to like the
0: a, a, <laughs> I need to go to Vienna let me stop for one day but also now like if you talk to your friends or family back
1: in Japan do they have any idea about Slovakia? Or? well uh, I don't think so because even I speak to my family well, uh, my family actually not likes to travel <laughs> so much. Okay. Even they scare scared because people not much speak English. Okay. Or, yeah, my family doesn't speak English. So, well, funny thing, yeah, everybody maybe says that's, that's like a, my father and my mother say, ah, Slovakia is like Czech Slovakia, this kind of, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Also, in that part of the world, there is still <laughs> Czechoslovakia
0: existing. Okay. Yeah. And um, so, but you, then you stayed one day and a half or so in, in Bratislava, and then you got hired by a company and you came here, right? Yeah. So, how was the the first days so or the first week when you,
1: you effectively oh, like started? A, yeah. Well, actually, it was so much different than as a tourist. Yeah, like as a tourist, I... Like I feel like ah, uh, it's kind of normal European country or like a town in mm-hmm. Bratislava, so it was kind of fine for me. But uh, after like I started job, mm-hmm. okay, I now I have a life in here. I get a salary from here as like a usual normal people in mm-hmm. Slovakia or Bratislava. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> then realized, okay, as like a starting life in Bratislava. Okay, I came in 2012, so seven years ago. At that time, it was quite uh, hard to find uh, somebody who speaks English. Mm -hmm. Because like uh, in the bank, first I needed to open the bank account. Yeah. Then people not understand. Then like uh, something happened, people say, uh, I don't understand English but uh, German or Russian and then I uh, yes. okay, okay, so Brasaba as like a tourist image and mm-hmm. the people who live is so much different, even like uh, well yeah, this language barrier is quite hard also, at the time I didn't understand any of the Slovak words mm-hmm. so like, let's say like a half year or like to accept the environment mm-hmm. was quite a tough period so hmm. the language was a big barrier for you or hmm. yeah or just like I didn't have anybody who um, can help or just like because I came from Japan by myself I guess mean,
0: you were alone
1: yeah yeah, yeah. On and then just nobody helped me just only I have what I have is Okay, just company is just provide me some residence accommodation, then just commute into company. Mm-hmm. That was my life. At
0: okay, at the beginning. It was,
1: yeah. And what did you bring from Japan
0: at the beginning? What was the thing you put in your luggage when you, you came? <laughs> was anything
1: particular that now you wouldn't bring, or? Uh... <laughs> I, like, in in my suitcase, yeah, maybe I brought so many, like, uh, Japanese food, like, uh, not much, like, sweets, or just, like, uh, the daily products which I needed for the cooking, Mm -hmm. let's say, I brought the seaweed, we call nori, or just, like, uh, this dry stuff, or seaweed, dried seaweed, or dried fish Mm -hmm. to be cooking, because, like, we... Even funny thing, maybe I brought uh, sake or uh, some soya, which now I can find it here. But, of
2: course,
1: yeah. Yeah, but uh, in, as a luggage, I think I put so many this kind of food because I still need it. Even like I, when I'm cooking, I cook just only Japanese food or some mm. Asian food. So I still don't know how to cook harushki or some, yeah, Slovak or... Do you like Slovak food? What's your relationship with Slovak food? Well, Slovak food is, for me, like a harshki is still not my favorite. Even there's like a harshki with this uh, sauerkraut. Mm -hmm. Where like a European food or let's say Slovak food uh, is much taste different than Japanese or Asian food cuisine. Mm-hmm. One thing I still not get used to it is uh, brinza is too smelly for me mm-hmm. or like uh, in Japan we don't have so much like a uh, cheese products. Mm-hmm. So that's why like uh, this smell like a milky smell or cheese smell is uh, not much like uh, acceptable mm-hmm. <laughs> Or difficult to eat. Mm-hmm. Or uh, as a sour craft is for me like why this sourcraft is warm. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a texture is much. Ah! Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah but, uh, but I can eat, but uh, not as a uh, favorite. But it's not as What is your favorite slower food? Oh, I would say this like a meaty stuff. Okay. Yeah. Rezen or some, yeah, more meat stuff is for me okay. Or uh, this fried cheese, Mm. (laughs) it's sometimes nice. I remember, I mean, I, uh,
0: schnitzel Uh is, um, but there is also kind of, I remember once I was in, I remember in Paris perhaps. And I ordered something called katsudon, ah. and there was a schnitzel on it. There was like uh, rice and
1: schnitzel, that was something quite remarkable ah, yeah. for me to discover. It's like a typical Japanese cuisine, or like a, There's a variety of the rice bowl. we call mm-hmm. it, because it's something on the rice. So katsudon is this schnitzel or raisin, usually with a Okay is on the rice, but uh, with uh, we kind of mix with uh, uh, scrambled egg. But the rice uh, is
0: mixed, or also the... Also no, the no, no,
1: rice. just mm-hmm. like uh, rice itself is like uh, just white normal rice. But uh, after, like um, when you prepare it, it is a uh, resin but uh, you also like uh, just put some as a sauce, as like uh, this... Uh, kind of scrambled egg with uh, soya mm-hmm. to be like a more like a saucy or like a this water texture like then yeah but still you know. have a uh, resin there <laughs> and that's so yeah, uh, it's
0: resin very, is very not only same. slovak is not only austrian but it's also japanese
1: yeah i think it's just like a brought it from some america or europe mm. or maybe england No. Yeah maybe because uh uh maybe 200 or 100 years ago we changed to be like more modernized or accept the european way after that we invented this kind of meat products okay. or the japanese cuisine with meat because before this period it was only accept to we eat uh, fish and uh, veggies basis. So that's why, like a sushi, sushi is kind of very traditional food. Okay. Then, as you see, this kind of the katsudon or some sukiyaki, those kind of stuff is just like after we accepted this uh, European way. Okay.
0: Okay. So after the way, so before there was a different
1: thing. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I realize. So. And.
0: Uh, and still now, when, when you when you have to eat at home, you just cook Japanese cuisine or you go to a Japanese restaurant in Bratislava?
1: How is the... Well, I usually cook, yeah. So I cook myself. Like, I just... <laughs> I'm not, like, a big fan of cooking, but uh, at least I prepare some rice and then this miso soup.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then maybe, like... Uh, <laughs> I always say some fake Asian food because, like, uh, in Japan I never cook. Okay. Yeah, so just, I saw the recipe, yeah, Japanese some um, website to just try some, like, um, kind of like a stir fry or some mm-hmm. chicken or pork or so on with everything put just soya, so it became Asian food. Okay,
0: okay, okay. <laughs>
1: If you put soya sauce, it
0: becomes Asian. Yeah. But, but I, one thing I noticed, I don't know if it's also for you, but once you are foreigner, right, in, mm-hmm. in a country, uh, you tend to be also the ambassador of everything that is from your country. So perhaps people might ask you advices <coughs> on the best Japanese restaurant or how to cook Japanese food, or maybe if you invite
1: them at home, you just cook, have to cook for them from your tradition, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe this kind of ambassador stuff is everybody asking me for us making sushi. Mm-hmm. Oh, but sushi. I, yeah. But I actually never tried. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh maybe I can change something like a topic or well as an ambassador thinks I quite had a funny experience. Okay. As like I once I was in some cafe. And then there was a Russian guy, is owned that cafe, and then he was just very excited about I came to that cafe, because of the, he plays uh Japanese uh, fruit, mm-hmm. it's uh, made by bamboo,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we call it shakuhachi. Okay. So, as this Russian owner is he studies uh, this Japanese instruments, so. After that, I just like a two three time often coming came to that cafe, and then actually I started to learn these Japanese instruments from Russian guy. Okay, so you you you. <laughs> I I I didn't became a so ambassador. you had no idea about
0: it, but then you started here to yeah, learn yeah. from it. So
1: I actually like, how uh, to say like like studied or like a. Found some Japanese from other countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I'm not ambassador or just like I know some stuff, but I don't know about that, This Japanese instrument, mm-hmm. I didn't know about how to play. So, well, I don't think like uh, I should say like um okay, I'm from Japan, so I sh- I know everything because as I saw this Russian guy. He know more than me how to play, or just this uh, culture b- background mm-hmm. about uh, this instruments or history of that uh, Japan. So I quite surprised about that and then So I think it doesn't matter about uh, nationality, about um, what you will do, because like um, even this Russian guy do Japanese singing. So, well, it doesn't matter, no?
0: No, it doesn't. I mean, that's also <laughs> my opinion. Nationality in <laughs> itself is something, I mean, you couldn't have chosen to be born differently, right? That's yeah, yeah, where yeah. you are born, regardless if you wanted it or not, right? Mm-hmm. But all the rest that after you're born, you learn and you meet mm-hmm. and you do, mm-hmm. it's up to you. It's up to your interest, yeah. right? So, of course, that you have a Japanese background, so that means language, mm-hmm. more knowledge of the area there and so on. Yeah, yeah. But now you also have uh, at least, what, seven years of uh, European yeah. and Slovak background.
1: Yeah, Slovak background.
0: And how is your life here? Like, uh, relationship with um, <laughs> with uh, native Slovak, I would say.
1: Well, native Slovaks is... Well, for me, like, uh, I live in with uh, other guys. Like, I share the flat with mm-hmm. other people. So, there's two other guys... From Slovakia. Mm -hmm. So we live in together, but uh, we usually communicate in English. So there's not much issue. But uh, on the other hand, I don't much have a chance to speak Slovak or just. Well, it's difficult once we, like, uh, once you talk in English or just like uh, made a connection with some language, let's say. I became friends with somebody and then just only talk in English, but suddenly, or just like, yeah, it's kind of a bit difficult to change in language. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, well, for the connecting with the sober people is, well, it's quite hard to find a way to connect for me still. But uh, I, after, like, let's say, Five six uh, years ago, I started Tai Chi in okay. Slovakia, which is as, again it's kind of Asian culture, the uh, which teacher is Slovak.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so you learn Tai Chi in yeah. Slovak. So that's cool. I find uh, many like things from like non-native. And it's it's fun to see. It's like even I'm not like the I'm not from China, so. I don't know about the Tai Chi, but uh, well, it was nice to like people interesting about the Asian culture mm-hmm. and then even they become teacher, this Russian guy, also this Slovak people who's teaching Tai Chi and mm-hmm. then. So then even they're very passionate about it. So then in the class, it's only Slovak but sometimes just some translation or some conversation, little conversation in English. So it's quite a help me to, let's say, be in Slovak or like uh, some connecting with uh, some local people. Because mm-hmm. if I think about my just lifestyle or just like a daily routine or what what do I do in weekend, it's quite... <clears throat> less communication with uh, Slovaks, because in company we have of course like a Slovak colleagues but uh, even at the same like a number we have uh, like uh, mm-hmm. okay, so a Spanish Italian community very strong environment yeah, yeah. but I, I think it's like uh, foreigner is where we tend to be grouping with foreigner, I don't know, my experience like this, because I realized, okay, if I go out or if I see some friends, it's like uh, became much national, but uh, not Slovak, maybe like mm-hmm. only Italian, Spanish or Greek people, yeah, I don't know, maybe just like my tendency.
0: Okay are we wondering why that or
1: is that an attitude or is just uh, how or well, maybe just like uh, I speak mainly English mm-hmm. and then if I speak English normally it's just like a naturally group into the English speaker group mm-hmm. if there's uh, some Slovaks who normally like a mixing with uh, this uh, English group let's mm-hmm. say to this multinational group it's going to be Grouping but uh um natural we like uh, it has uh, some like uh, this border let's say Slovak and uh, as a nationality of group okay, but also the you know who who lives already here has
0: already maybe family here oh ah, yeah and yeah a lot like of, this. so a lot of time is spent there um and in your case, maybe you know, if you, we, we tend to group with people that are like like uh, uh, like us somehow, right? That mm-hmm. uh, similar experience. And how do you think is your uh, experience as a foreigner? Like, is it uh, um, okay, accepted, wide open, or you know, we we had uh, some conversations as well. Sometimes in the in the podcast, considering maybe you know, depending on the nationality you have, you uh-huh. might be uh, feeling like a more welcome foreigner or a less welcome <laughs> foreigner. So it is some, like there are like classes of, uh, I don't know what, what is, how, how is, uh, being a Japanese in Slovakia?
1: Well, being Japanese is as like an outlook or just like, uh, as people see me is Asian because like a who knows about the nationality, mm-hmm. you know, like a just like passing the um, roads, street, and then you see me as Asian, so mm-hmm. it's like a grouping as Asian, so not as Japanese. Well, I don't know, just like uh, it's quite a feeling different than the this European people because of the just like a just future of the. How am I looks like? So, mm-hmm. so maybe like uh, for the Italian as you, maybe it's kind of maybe people think about maybe you as a Slovak people. Mm-hmm. This kind of like a same group. So or like, like, you
0: cannot be exchanged for a Slovak. I would say in this case because due to the um, you know, how how you are, obviously you might come from from Asia. But actually, it's not so obvious. You might have a, a Asian mother. Yeah, and,
1: uh, Your father might be Slovak, and it might be you know just native. Yeah, there right? is. So yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, one thing like uh, I realized uh, in Czech when I traveled, and then there's much more like uh, Asian people who growing up in the Czech. So then they speak then naturally Czech language, and I also saw today on the bus uh, there's many like uh, school kids. I don't know, maybe because of the summer holiday, mm-hmm. then there's like a, let's say at least two, three Asian school kids okay. in there. So, so nowadays it's quite a mixing but uh, as like an Asian where well, people I think, people think me as a tourist first because it's like, yeah, every time even I, I live in seven years here people mm-hmm. ask me are you traveling? Well, uh, well I, s- I already stayed here for seven mm-hmm. years. Then Well, I don't know. So this kind, yeah, it's hard to, from the Slovak people side, to recognize as a residence or like a, as the same place to live in or yeah. just in the same community, let's say. So...
0: Any any bad experience? Anything you didn't feel
1: welcome? Well, there is, like, not much, but uh, as general, I saw, like, uh, somebody, like, uh, very random people asking me about uh, some Chinese or something like this, or just... Yeah, but... Uh, well, I, I don't much care about it. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's for me natural because, not natural, yeah, I shouldn't say that. But, uh, well, the, as I said, this like a future difference, it's yeah, a yeah. difference, so it's kind of very easy to people realize, oh, there's a formula. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, um, Fortunately, I never had some, like, uh, accident or somebody tried to punch or something. (laughs) That's very
0: nice. So, um, uh, how is... um, Maybe try to... If you look back, right, into these years. So, what are the main differences you would uh, spot between, you know, life in uh, Japan and Mm -hmm. life here in Bratislava?
1: Well... I think for me, life itself, or this like a daily... Yeah, daily what I routine, spend.
0: going to work, going
1: for food and coming back home and so on. Well, it's for me, brother's or like uh, walking here is much nicer. Um, because like, uh, where well, actually I came office usually a bit late. And then in Japan is quite, or like uh, it's banned or prohibited to do it because everybody should come to office let's say uh, 10-15 minutes before starting time
0: okay
1: and then people say it's because you need to prepare stuff and then as uh, I remember this always uh, as a starting time of the business we have a daily meeting Mm -hmm. like a stand up to like uh, just announce what's what's you gonna do also what's problem you have so to share with everybody so it's this kind of 10 minutes 20 minutes meeting every day we have it so and then even funny thing uh, where i <laughs> I used to work in the railway company in Japan mm-hmm. and then there's uh, this meeting daily morning meeting and then there's some one uh, report from the <clears throat> as a as a city so because railway is connecting so the station so so mm. there's one station uh officer he just uh overslept and then came rate right. this incident report is announced yeah yeah but uh, yeah but it's railway so people need to work punctually so you you the, the punctuality is one of the
0: difference
1: okay That's yeah too. Yeah, no, I mean, but maybe
0: this is also, I think, it depends also on the company where mm-hmm. you work. Yeah, yeah, I found out that uh, I probably also here in Slovakia, there are places where you have to start earlier or exactly mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. time. But uh, if you work in a corporate world, that's mm-hmm. the benefit is that flexibility, right? That you, yeah. um, you know, it doesn't matter how much you work, but actually the quality of it and that you make sure that everything is completed yeah, yeah. right so uh, if I don't come at 9 I come at 9.20 but I still do everything and even more than what mm-hmm, I do, then it mm-hmm. doesn't matter when you come as far as you do it right so yeah that's great makes even more sense to me
1: yeah <laughs> but the funny thing is Japan is usually if you have really nice productivity you cannot go home you just have more oh, job okay. to do <laughs> and um, yeah anything else well what? It's quite good as well as after work. Like we have so much time to yeah, have a free time after work. Because I just uh, remember when I used to work in the company, which is different than railway. I had a two, three job in Japan. Then at that time, I used to work in the, some of the company for developing some products of the networking equipment. Mm. Like a Wi-Fi and so. At that time, we need to like uh, sell the products on time. So every time before the deadline or yeah. some product deadline, we needed to stay until last bus or last train, and then come in on time or before the office. So. Even I had a funny thing was that that company I work in there. Then, like, uh, I had this day try. Right? So I worked, I think, 24 hours because in midnight I still need to do some testing or some stuff. Then, just right after, my boss asked me to just go to Tokyo to do some more testing products. Mm-hmm. So, like I work more, almost like um, two days in a row. Okay, <laughs> interesting.
0: Yeah, so um, I, uh, I understand that's a general cultural difference as well. But yeah, hopefully it's not everywhere. But that's uh, different. That um, I think many need to. Realize, right? The, how much we work and the time we work is different according to the places
1: you go in the world. Mm. But I think, like, i um, Japanese. So you had time only for going to going home, sleeping, and going coming back, basically. Yeah, like I, I don't wanna imagine about that life. But uh, actually, if I was staying in Japan, it can be a most like possibility, the life I have it. Mm-hmm. Just go to the company walking, then last train to back to home and sweep, yeah, and then,
2: then the even
1: company. weekend, some day walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And um, what are the maybe
0: on top of this the other maybe three things you like about Slovakia?
1: Wow. And life in Slovakia. <laughs> Well, life in Slovakia. <clears throat> well I don't much think about it, <laughs> but uh, well, one thing quite I like is it's quite easy to travel in within Slovakia also like uh, in as a country mm-hmm. as we are just close to Vienna or some Bruno or Budapest. So which is Quite a good for me to just weekend, just go somewhere and then spend time there. Even I had a free time. That's one of benefit, like, um, yeah, compared with Japan, as I say. Mm. <laughs> then other stuff is more or less um, people much does not care about uh, other people. That's quite a good for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't know, like, uh, people not much uh, interesting or just like uh, people just not care about what other people do in Slovakia. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, in Japan is quite mandatory or like um, people always say, ah, oh, you should do this. And then it's like uh, uh, you always need to follow in the rule. So this kind of culture... Uh, like a pressure from society, or like
0: uh, how you dress and what you do is important, defines who you are. Oh, um, it's maybe a deep conversation, this, but th- th- that's the <laughs> question. Like you know, you know. <laughs> so the the fact that people don't care about what you do, is it? Uh, it, it might be a liberative thing right but i don't understand, i don't see what is the other point what what could be the difference uh-huh. like, where, where, um, like, uh where like if w- what do you see from your japanese experience uh, uh-huh. is it that uh, maybe uh, correct me if i'm wrong i okay. trying to, to understand is it that you tendentially there are like some society rules or kind of peer pressure to follow and kind in. of peer pressure to, to prove that you are you know the that you have a good job a good house and, or something like that or
1: yeah it can be or just idealize maybe like uh, I'm as a foreigner to stay in Slovakia so everything what I do strange is just like ah this strange foreigner do something <laughs> so people just not much care because of me okay. as a foreigner <laughs> It can be happen mm. no?
0: and and this and this is uh, why is it good
1: for you this? Well, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of had an issue with Japanese people with okay. this kind of society. So, well, I I don't much care about that. Uh, like I almost like um, need to follow in the, this uh, age hierarchy mm-hmm. and all. Uh, just be nicer to the boss or something. But, mm-hmm. but how, how do you feel now? Then, like more free or what's the, the feeling? We're more free or just like I don't have this kind of stress. Okay. Yeah. We're, which is quite nice for free me. Free and relaxed. Okay.
0: <laughs> nice. The two then. Third one. <laughs> Another so good well. thing? As anything g- about the society I don't know. public transport or the city how it looks like or the nature or anything in particular of uh, all the kind
1: uh, as a Bratislava I think I quite like that uh, size which, which is quite not big but uh, as uh, living or just having life in here is quite uh, convenient let's say everything is very cross-packed so even, like, I, I usually like to go to city center without any meaning or mm-hmm. just, like, a, going to have a coffee or so. Well, it's also even nice to see some, like, friends and just, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. Well, I don't know, like, uh, just city itself, I like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. City
0: life. Uh, is it uh, definitely, is it smaller than, than uh, your hometown?
1: Nagoya? Yeah, definitely. Of course. Yeah. How,
0: how many people there are in Nagoya? Well,
1: I, I don't much count it, but uh, like, uh, let's say, as a prefecture, like, um, as uh, this one province is definitely more than Slovak national.
0: Okay, so like, big <laughs> your, your hometown is bigger than the whole Slovak country? Yeah, yeah. Interesting, okay. <laughs> Good, I know it's uh, to make it in a perspective. So, but obviously, then the life in Bratislava is like a small village compared to life
1: in Nagoya. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, like, um, I realize people say in Slovakia, like, there's like a colleague say, "Oh, I met this guy, and then this guy is just friends of some some university friends." So, Mm -hmm. this kind of like a very small connection. Mm In Slovakia, people always talk about this like a friends connection or family connection. Mm. But uh, yeah, as in Nagoya, everybody is like a random people, yeah, like uh, almost 99%. It's hard
0: to meet the same person twice in a lifetime.
1: can be, or just like, uh, I never saw the friends in the town randomly. Like in Brazil, just yeah. like uh, I can see some of colleagues after work just having beer over there. Yeah, yeah but it's kind of nice to like um, I don't much like uh, likes to just planning to meeting friends, but just this kind of like random uh, meeting I quite like because mm-hmm. well just I, if I free just join the beer. Mm-hmm. So this kind of thing quite happen often here which is quite nice for me. Cool. Is yeah. the beer good here or uh, better the Sapporo or Japanese <laughs> uh I think it's better in Slovakia or Czech Slovak beer mm-hmm. because like uh, before I came here I didn't drink uh, almost no alcohol just like uh, even like uh, in Dublin I didn't drink uh, Guinness just occasionally where well, that time I was poor. <laughs> anyway, so you are jeopardized
0: by the whole nation like no they, they, that, they, the guys they not a drinker <laughs> but here you learned very good
1: yeah, yeah so yeah beer in here is very nice or just tastes so much nicer uh, like a Japanese beer okay. is more tend to be a bit watery or like a bit taste less or maybe like a you know, there's a Slovak Czech beer. There's like a 10 to 12, 13, 14, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Maybe I can categorize Japanese beer. Most of them is like a 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much lighter, bit lighter, yeah. also. Yeah. So that's why I like that um, some Czech beer, Good. for example, 12 stuff. Did yeah. you
0: bring somebody here from your family or friends?
1: So, no so no seven
0: years?
1: No? ah you mean like uh, like as, uh visitors yeah. well, visitor is just my father came because he he had a passport well actually my funny thing is my sister doesn't have its passport, mm. so so it's kinda well Japanese or oh, some people doesn't have passport because they don't like to draw anyway, so my father came mm to visit me just one time in seven years. <laughs> well mostly I came back home every yeah. year so so it's fine. Because like my family, whole family coming to Slovakia, it's gonna be really expensive for flight. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I have some ex colleagues. Uh he often comes, why? Well, because he likes uh some former Soviet Union <laughs> stuff, or just like uh, this, communi- former communist style. Oh, okay. And This, yeah, yeah. Like he likes the Russian or some, yeah. And uh, so he like usually uh, come into Budapest h-
0: historical interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Or yeah, so he u- usually come like uh, every two three years. Then. Other friends from um, Japan is no, but uh, a <laughs> funny thing is I used to live in our house in Dublin. Mm-hmm. And there's one uh, housemate, mm-hmm. and then he's uh, Papua New Guinea. And then, I don't know, like uh, four years ago, yeah, he suddenly just texts me about, hey, I'm coming to Slovakia. And then, yeah, we come as just <laughs> we meet, and I is he got a Slovak partner. So since then he coming to Slovakia Bratislava almost every year. Okay. So it's quite yeah. nice to see. As it's funny to see that like a, we never really think about to meet or didn't expect it.
0: There are coincidences in the world. That's that's what makes it nice and good. And uh, do you feel at home now in Slovakia, or is still like a a pit stop and then you are moving home somewhere else? What what do you think?
1: Well, I don't have this uh, like a homesick. Okay. Well, nowadays, uh, as I said, uh, it's kind of relaxing, free for me. So, it's yeah. For me, nowadays, here is a home, and then Japan is where well, almost my lifetime I spent there so but I feel getting feel difficult or like it's like a i don't know I adapted society in Slovak way, and then if I try to into Japanese way again, it's feel more like a awkward mm-hmm. I know what society is, or just like, well, maybe now already changing the Japanese society or as uh, Japan itself is changing, but um, my mentality is still like uh, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a huge gap because even like I came back to Japan every year, but um, like, year by year, I feel, like, a bit isolating from this uh, Japanese society. Or just, like, a, I feel different. Totally Be- like, we, we keep changing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like keep living, changing. living
0: here, you become European, and yeah. Slovak, right? Uh-huh. And still Japanese, but then it's both at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah. You maybe forgot
0: to speak Japanese from time to time, right? I don't remember oh, some words, and you just, uh, English.
1: I, it's funny, I... I can still speak in, uh, Japanese, but uh, I forgot I get, forgot about how to write. Mm-hmm. Because, like, words itself is too much complex.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then even you can just uh, type in the computer. It's fine, but uh, writing is... It's really easy to forget.
0: Yeah, with a notebook and... Right mm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And if you... Look back after seven years. Uh, how would you uh, like? How how would you describe your Slovak experience? How different is uh, hero <laughs> Like what Slovakia gave you?
1: What Slovakia gave me made you different. Oh, it's quite difficult, you no? know. Yeah. <coughs> Well, look back back seven years till now, it's mostly like, uh, it gives me the passion, of course, because of this European way of things going Mm -hmm. is not as same as Japan. So I don't much like um, angry about that uh, when the bus is delayed or when the train not comes. Or just, like, uh, people don't understand me, it's fine. I need to be more patient to be, like, more... Try to understand each other. And then... Even, like, I think... Hmm, difficult, now. (laughs) With that patient, and then also... Well, at the same time try to be at way as like a Slovak or like a, this try to study Slovak language try to be in the community and then but at the same time I didn't much like a stress about it just mm-hmm. like a being somewhere which I feel okay or I feel nice so but I think like I'll compare with if like my life was in Japan and then here, is more like a way I need to be more, try to be involved or like as a community, it's quite hard to be keeping to the community in Slovakia, because I don't speak much Slovak, only English. Then like if I'm in Japan, it's much easier because everybody speaks Japanese. Of course, yeah. Yeah. And then everything is easy to communicate. But, uh yeah, Slovak, foreigners living mainly English, understand Slovak. Well, for me, I, I just like uh, to be more interesting or more enjoy the time even like uh, you don't understand. <laughs> or just like a um, like a, yeah, not enjoy of to be fun, to be in something strange environment, mm. which is, I, I quite like, okay. like an like a awkward shoot. <laughs> so, like, able to,
0: um, you know, appreciate more the moments, even if uh, mm. you might in that moment not understand anything. Or, or
1: even like a problem open, happen, or I feel fine. Yeah, like, ah, uh, it's happened, but, uh, yeah, not much feel stress about it or more like I'm um, just having fun, <laughs> not having fun, but just like, a, yeah, because nothing I can do. But That's I,
0: an interesting I, learning from uh, your Slovak <laughs> experience. So Hiro, uh, I, I see it's um, up, the, our time is uh, oh, okay. running, right? So um, I really had a lot of fun sharing with you and talking. I think your experience is interesting and uh, I learned a lot of new things also from the, you know, your Japanese point of view. Oh, OK. Anything else you would like to share with our <laughs> listeners? Something we didn't we had to, we are supposed to say, and we didn't say.
1: Yeah, well, just say um, in Slovakia or Bratislava is quite a nice place to visit. So I quite enjoy life. So everybody should come.
0: Mm. Everybody should come eh? uh, Thank you so much. Thank you thank so you much. Too. Uh, it has been very nice. And yeah. uh yeah, maybe perhaps talk to you another time. After <laughs> many other years you might learn another martial art, <laughs> another
1: <laughs> yeah, so many new stuff. instrument yeah.
0: to play. Good.
1: From the Fovinas. Yes. Oh, so bring
0: all the best to uh to Japan when you go back and visit <laughs> your family and uh encourage folks to come here. To yeah, visit definitely. and learn from this experience, because what I you need learn more, is, product, is like uh, promoting, yeah. Now you are ambassador. Now, <laughs> you know, as yeah. foreigner here, you might be the Japanese guy or the Asian guy um, that is a foreigner because obviously looks like a foreigner. <laughs> but in Japan, you are the one that lives in Slovakia, right? Mm-hmm. So you are ambassador of Slovakia and of Europe. Yep. The one that can tell a lot about how the European <laughs> and guys the are living. a very leading.
1: small number of <clears throat> Japanese people who live in Slovakia.
0: Yeah, exactly. There are not so many, right? If not you, so many. Yeah. So you have a high responsibility also when you go back <laughs> to bring all the best. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Thank you too. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening to my Slovak experience. See you at the next interview. Till then, have fun, share, and enjoy. So, did you like my Slovak Experience podcast? If yes, you can share it with your friends and peers. They can listen it from many sources, such as iTunes, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, or Spotify. And now you can also watch us on video while we are recording on YouTube.
2: Thank you.